T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's go right out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And welcome in my pal from the, even though he abuses me at every turn, I'm talking about the big boy, Mark Cavalli of The Athletic. Big boy, what's going on today? A lot happening over at Steelers headquarters. Hello, big boy. There you go. Now I got you. How you doing, my friend? Good, good. How you been? How was your weekend? <laughs> Better than yours. I didn't end up in Buffalo, that's for sure. Well, well Buffalo, the Buffalo was fine. The ride back from Erie was a little sketchy, though. But uh, you made it. Good. You made it. That's all that uh, all that matters. All right, I got a lot of ground to cover with you, big boy. Let's start with Tomlin coming back. You in favor of it? I know we're not surprised yeah. by it. Are you in favor of it? And if so, tell me why. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we've a lot of people in this town are all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but we're we're a bunch of macho people, right? We want championships or nothing else in Pittsburgh. Come on, let's have some reality here. I would much rather have a guy um, get into the playoffs, be around that 10-win mark, then have a chance to be able to get into the playoffs and win. And I think Tomlin has provided that. Has he been underachieving? Yeah, you can say he's underachieving, but a lot of coaches underachieve. So I think he's definitely deserved to come back. I think he's the right man for the job. I think they need he needs to clean up some stuff, and I think a lot of that stuff might not be on the football field. I think a lot of that stuff is maybe – inside that locker room, maybe for with a handful of people, not a ton, a handful of people to get into line. And uh, honestly, I think it's right. Plus, I mean, it's it's just never going to happen. I know that's not an excuse or why you shouldn't be looking to it. I mean, but Mike, Art Rooney's never going to get rid of this guy unless something crazy happens, unless he wants to go there. If he wants to leave, if finds, you know, wants to step aside or anything. And I don't see that right now. I think he's the right man for the guy. I never hear anybody, a player, say something negative about him. Of course, like I said, they've underachieved. But I would not want to start over from the beginning. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying give him a lifetime contract. Oh, you just did. You just did give him a lifetime contract. I wouldn't give him a lifetime contract. Maybe Art Rooney gives him a lifetime contract. But I would sure give him, you know, a handful more years with this new front office set up 
And be honest with you, you're you know, in all in all honestly, if they hit on the Kenny Pickett pick instead of how it looks like it is right now, it's a different different ball game. You gotta have a quarterback and they just don't have one right now. Well, I agree with you 100 percent there. But you said if they had hit, well, I always answer that as a, if I was a good-looking man, I might be a movie star. I'm not, and they didn't hit on they didn't hit on that pick. I, I'm curious. You said he deserves it yeah. based on what they have. Well, they haven't won up now. Listen, now you, I let you talk okay, for quite okay, a while. Get let okay. me let me let me speak. I know what you're going to say though. Okay, you you say it's Super Bowl or bust. How about winning a damn playoff game? How about winning a damn playoff game? How about when you get to the playoff game, you don't get killed five games in a row? You don't fall behind 21-0, 28-0 when you're not prepared to play the game. Listen, I've been a Tomlin fan for a long time, but I've ran out of patience. Seven years without that win, the last five playoff games blown away. Um, you know, I see Dallas talks about replacing McCarthy after three 12 and five years in a row. New England pushes out Belichick after six Super Bowls. Uh, you know, why does Tomlin get a lifetime deal? Ron, Ron, Ron. Come on, big boy. Explain it to me. (laughs) I'm not saying a lifetime deal. According to me, I'm saying a lifetime deal. According to why does he get it from them? Because I mean he's he's a guy. But first of all, this is my thought right now: is do you think this team was a playoff team this year? Absolutely not. Absolutely I, I, I not. don't. But I he's also he's also responsible for building the roster to a large degree. And once again, it's that's all turned over right now. It's a whole different regime, a whole different people making decisions along with him moving forward. I think he deserves the right to provide some of that stability within the organization where everything's been changed over within I mean from their last playoff game or three years ago four years ago there's only a handful of people even on the front office to the GM to the players to the coaching staff it's just it's just totally different setup right now so I think he does deserve another chance. And I'm, I'm comparing apples and oranges to me when you say, well, he hasn't won. They, they got blown out against the Jaguars. My good Lord, that was six years ago. That's what I mean. They ago. haven't won a playoff game in seven years. Nobody, how can you compare one to the other? And, and another thing, I, you guys always do this to me. You make me sit here and, like, defend him when I really don't want to really defend him to this degree because I know there's things that need, need to be – uh, fixed here, but I mean, you're looking at a a guy that had him in the playoffs this year when they shouldn't have been. They're an average team right now, and I don't think if you're just going to go out there and throw in Ben Johnson as their head coach, that all of a sudden they're going to win 14 games. Not unless they get a quarterback. The, you, you talk about the call. You talk about the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't won a playoff games game or haven't been to the. Won a championship since one thirty-five 95, years or whatever. 1995, they beat the Steelers. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's better on the other end here. I mean, would you rather? I mean, this is me, and this is my personal opinion. I'd rather be nine and eight, ten and seven, and have a chance to get the playoffs and have a chance to win the division every single year than a team that puts together one run every fifteen years, the Florida Marlins type of situation. That's not me. I mean, I think we're going to see it on the other end here with your Pittsburgh Penguins coming up too now where it might be a pretty dark five or seven years and see how much enjoyable that is. I'd much rather 
be talking about playoff football and uh, potential champ uh, division championships in January and have some of these failures in the playoffs with the thought of one of these times we can get through and be able to win this. So, once again, I'm not 100% sold that he's going to turn this around and win championships, but I'll take my chances. We're talking to the big boy, Mark Cavoli, here on the Cook and Joe Show. All right, big boy, what do you make of Najee's comments the other night? We need changes. We need this in the room. We need more rules. We're not committed enough. We heard T.J. Watt say that during uh, the season. Who else said it during the season? Uh, I the, I forget who. So there was one, another prominent player. Question how the organization is run and, and the commitment mm-hmm. level. What do you make on that? And then Najee the other day yeah. said, well, I'm not talking about the coaches. Well, who the hell was he talking yeah. about? That, that's the only thing I hate when Najee says something like that. I mean, put your name on it and get it out in the open. Now we have to speculate what he's talking about here. And I really do think he's only talking about one or two players. I mean, we can pretty much figure out. I mean, that's my that's my theory. Who? Uh, who George he, Pickens, yeah, Deontay. Absolutely. I mean, George for number one. I think he he's talking about. But once again, that's pure speculation because he comes out and says this stuff in riddles, and we have to go back and just figure out what could, could he possibly be talking about. Yeah, I mean, for him to say something like that, of course, there's something going on with a handful of players that we don't even know about that needs to be cleaned up. But that's been a something you've heard from about Tomlin for years now. I don't think that's something new. I mean, he's been saying, you know, I'm he, he he's the Jimmy Johnson of I, I'm not going to treat everybody equal, but treat, treat them fairly, you know. He might treat them fairly, but there might be different roles for different people. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, seriously, Ron, you look back and you look at the roster, who in the world could he possibly be talking about? I mean, nobody else really matters except a handful of those players. I mean, do we really care if the backup tight end is late for practice? No. So it's going to have to be a prominent guy. And um, it's probably popped up from time to time. Maybe they're talking about it in the past. Maybe they're talking some of the Chase Claypool stuff. I don't know. But it is definitely – it raises the radar of, hey, this stuff probably needs cleaned up first. And if you can do that, maybe that's something that Art Rooney talks about with him after the season. Hey, you gotta you gotta figure out what's going on here. What is going on here? That's what we clean up first. Then everything else might fall into place. But yeah, that's one issue where you have to you have to scratch your head and say what is going on here because it's something. Oh, there's no doubt. And I mean, TJ said it earlier in the year too, and Najee said it earlier in the year. I don't know, big boy. I assume if Tomlin he's coming back, there's got to be changes on the staff, right? They got to bring in an offensive coordinator, I would think. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. But you look at the staff. The staff has pretty much been changed over within the past two or three years. Unless you're doing some one-and-done guys, there's not a lot of people you're going to be able to change there. I think Terrell Austin's safe. I don't think I think he'll come back on that one-year deal. Um, I mean, everybody else on that defense is new. Uh, except maybe Carl Dunbar. I mean, Danny Smith, everybody wanted to write, run him out of town. His unit, where would they been without his unit? Yeah, you're right. You're you right. Know? So if he wants to, I mean, he's he's older. He's 68, 69, maybe he retired, maybe he doesn't. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, maybe Sullivan. Sullivan's had a heck of a opportunity with a bunch of quarterbacks, and they haven't really thrived. Um, but you have to make that offensive coordinator 
a splash hit. I don't want to see a retread. I don't want to see a guy that, you know, in his 50s, I want to see a 30-year-old, a guy with some ideas who has quarterback-friendly options because, honestly, your best bet, either if it's Mason or Kenny, you're going to have to develop those guys somehow moving down the road. They would hope it would be Kenny because he's younger. They have more invested on in him and give him one last opportunity. So you have to hit on this offensive coordinator. He has to be an offensive-friendly guy, an innovator, and a quarterback guy too as well. So that's where, where the offseason – you know how the offseason was lost last year about this time when they decided to bring Matt Canada back? I think that's where everything started to basically plateau. Or I think if they hire the right guy – all of a sudden you feel a little bit better and they have a, a legit opportunity of potentially, you know, having an offense that scores more than 17 points a game. Oh, they'll be nine and eight or eight. No, they'll be nine and eight, maybe 10 and seven, maybe make the playoffs, maybe not get I'll eliminated get, if they I'll get in there. All right, enough. We've had that argument. Uh, I mean, macho. obviously. You're too macho, man. You're too macho. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying Super Bowl baby. or bust. I'm saying win a damn playoff game. All right, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, bringing hiring Canada in the first place might have been yeah. his big mistake, and then bringing him back, right? Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, bringing him back was huge. I mean, um, I could see why they liked him. They brought him as a quarterback coach. He was an innovator at the time. You didn't see stuff like that in the pros. It just turned out to be a disaster. I mean, we know Ben didn't didn't really want to do what he wanted to do. Then he had the rookie quarterback fiasco, so they felt – the obligation of bringing him back, whether it was to give him a legit opportunity under his system or the fact that he was still getting paid. <laughs> but that's where it was lost. I mean, you were taking that gamble last year in January, and I called it the Kenny Pickett gamble right then. You bring Matt Cannon back, and it's a disaster. You lose not one, but you lose potentially two years of development with him Last year, then now trying to get acclimated to the new guy, they decided that was the best way to go. So that was, I think, more bringing him back when it was clear that that wasn't going to work was the biggest issue. And that's probably where you circle at where the biggest problem was with this team that started in January, manifested all throughout the season and just ended up biting them in the butt here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They're late. Well, I mean, I, you know, I remember Art to second saying, well, we were seven and two. Kenny got better. And, you know, we make a change. We might not get a better guy. That's a hell of a reason to keep a guy because you're afraid you might do worse. Yeah, but seven and two. I mean, he had some a little bit of a point. They did look like they were finding something there in the last month or so of the season. And was it worth it trying to blow it up? I'm quite sure money has something to do with it, Ron. Right? You're not going to pay. How can money to be something away. to do with it when they make what? 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 Three hundred million a team from the TV rights? Huh? I saw. How does money? Was Matt it's Canada making that much? Well, they get rid of him mid-season, right? So they still pay him, but they tell two other guys to take over his role so that it doesn't cost them anything. So uh, I see. Uh, that's right? such a horse crap excuse money-wise when you're making what you're they're making. up today, Ron. You're fired uh, up I, today. No, I am, Mark. But, I mean, I don't want to hear money is the reason, you know, they got kept Matt Canada because they were too cheap well, to it, buy somebody, get somebody is, else. They run the business as a business. And they make and a fortune. I'm just telling you how they run their business. All right. They run it like a company. There's a bottom line, and if people get paid with people. You know, you can look up and how much a, you know, third-year, um, you know, administrative assistant makes, and that's what they're making, that, that person. That's just how it works in this organization. All right. We can agree to disagree for the 15th time today. Uh, on that, I want to ask you about the quarterbacks one final time here, but I want to tell everybody it's the 50-minute mark on the fan. It's brought to you by South Hills uh, Chrysler uh, Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township. They're celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Uh, you also can uh, follow us on the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Big boy, there's no way they can just bring back Rudolph and uh, Pickett next year. Is there? They, do they have to go out and trade somebody, uh, draft somebody, sign a free agent? They can't go into next season with those two guys as the top two quarterbacks. Can they? You wouldn't think so, but they still, I do believe, have a lot of confidence that Kenny Pickett's going to be able to turn this around and be their, their franchise quarterback moving forward. However, you always got to throw that Omar Khan, Andy White old, uh wrench into it all where they do things just a little bit different that maybe they, you know, they sit down with Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney and say, hey, man, we're a quarterback away. We can get this veteran who can be a bridge guy to make you not only win now or have a better chance of winning now, but also, you know, still be able to develop a guy like Pickett or Rudolph. I hate to say the name Kirk Cousins because I don't think that's a good fit. I don't want a guy coming off of Achilles. I don't want a guy that old. Oh, you know but all not, about Achilles. Yeah, a guy of that caliber that could come in could really turn this organization around quickly. I don't want to totally write that off, like I said, because it's a different way that they do their front office stuff right now. But if you're just going to stick with those two, I mean, if I'm Mason, I don't come back, right? Uh, I mean, I find somewhere else unless, you know, I don't get any 
offers anywhere, which you would think there would be somewhere, because I don't think he'll get a fair shot coming back. I think regardless of what he did, and I'm the biggest Mason Rudolph supporter, and I think he's good, um, I think Kenny Pickett probably should be the guy moving forward here because he has I mean, a lot invested in him. He's 25, he's younger, and you don't know really what that selling is for him quite yet. Um, he had a couple of obviously bad games, a bad year, but he looked doggone good in the preseason and in the offseason. You hope that they can get that Kenny back, but that's a decision they're going to have to make. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they go out and find somebody. I mean, the question is how much, who, and this is a guy that can come in and make a difference. I don't want another Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky right. Tyrod Taylor, Josh Dobbs. If I'm bringing a quarterback in, he's number one from the day I announce him as a starter. I mean, as a signing. And I don't know if they're willing to do that or not. Well, I agree with you that they still believe in Pickett. Do you? Have you seen yeah, enough in yeah. 25 starts to believe in him? Because I haven't. You know, it's, 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 it's so complicated. I mean, you can make excuses with the offense. You can make excuses how he got hurt this year and, and Canada didn't put him in a situation. But then you look at the, the flip side of that and see how bad he was with his accuracy and how poor he was trying to stay in the pocket and deliver it and then reading defenses. I'd be willing to give him another shot. I mean, honestly, if you're just going to stick with what you have, I'd probably give him another shot here. Uh, give him the number one reins here and say, basically, this is it. Do or die because we won't pick up options after that. And then you're pretty much lame duck after that. But looking forward in the greater sense of everything, of where he can go, I think he gives you definitely the best opportunity moving forward. What did you think about him not appearing yesterday in front of the media? As it, as Nobody it, appeared yesterday. Well, he's a team captain, though. That's a little different, isn't it? There was absolutely the worst locker room clean-out I've ever seen in my life. And you made it kind of like six people there. And we were there for like, oh, we were there for a good hour in that locker room. So it's not like everybody was standing up and saying, hey, talk to me, talk to me. He so, was a captain, though, Mark. That separates him from everybody else. Except well, Cam, Miles who spoke. Miles didn't talk. Uh, Miles Caliber didn't talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's a real bad look for him, and I don't know if he's pissed at the media. Is he pissed at the media because he felt like he got his character was attacked with the stories coming out about the Seattle game? Or yeah. is he pissed at the Steelers for they took his job away because of an injury? It could be a little bit of it all. I heard that he was in the building, though. But uh, he wasn't in the locker room whatsoever. But I mean, it's it's a tricky situation. If you if you want to present yourself as a leader now and forward, you probably come up like TJ and Cam and said, "I'm talking, put me in front of the podium." But uh, if he does go up there, it's just I mean, in his eyes, he's probably thinking, "What good is it for me right now? I mean, I'm just going to get peppered if I'm coming back. What's Mason doing? Why do you stink?" And maybe he just didn't want to deal with it, right? <laughs> Why I mean, do you stink? I'm just trying to think of his. Why are you a lot worse this yeah. year than you were last year, Kenny? I mean, I, w- I mean, if I was him, I probably would have stood up and just said, "Okay, this is how it is. I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat it. I- I'm going to be the starter next year. That's you know, f- I don't care who told me anything. I probably would have did that, 
but maybe he, maybe you're right. Maybe he's mad that, at us, the organization, and everybody else, and didn't want to talk and say something dumb. But uh, you know, typically, there's locker room clean-out days. You don't see a lot of high-profile people talking. So it was even a little bit surprising that Hayward and Watt talked yesterday. So uh, usually it's some of the you know middle-tier guys because the other guys talked a couple days before that. But, you know, you're right. He probably should have went up and talked. Uh, is Cam coming back in your best guess? I know he wants to, but uh, I know the, the bodies break down, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first time he's really dealt with an injury where he had to fight through it. He tore the peck, but he was out. You know, he's out. He was on the IR, and he was done. Here he heard it early in training camp, and I knew something was going on because he was never – available in training camp. I'm like, where's Cam at? You know, he never talks to the media. I mean, it's very unusual of him. But him fighting through that, and, you know, who knows the pain that he had to do just to get ready every single week. He'd come back probably too early. He definitely wants to come back. Um, the contracts may be an issue, but you can always get around that. You can also, you know, add a year just to be able to spread it out a little bit. I think he will be back. I think he just needs about six months of rest to really heal that growing up properly because, you know, it's tough. It's tough to, when you're finally – you play that many years. Was he played now 13? And finally dealing with an injury and you're sore. And you don't want to get out of bed, but you want to play. But if you're sitting on the bench, you feel like you're not – participating at all. It had to be a miserable year for him, but uh, I do see him coming back. It's just a matter of him feeling better. I, I don't I don't think it will get to the point where he says, I just can't do this anymore. I think he can. He was awful this year, and you know why he was awful this year, because well, he didn't have any groins. Every year, guys get told they can't do it anymore um, yeah. because of their bodies. I remember talking to Jerome all the time. He said, I'll play to my fifties. If I only had to play on Sunday and not put in all the work and my, my body just takes a hell of a beating. So I uh, will say that position too, Ron defensive line. He you gets get beat whacked. up you every play. No, you're right. All right, big boy. You know, it was a very spirited discussion. We can't agree to disagree more <laughs> than we, uh, disagreed today but I appreciate uh, you coming on and we'll look forward to doing it again. Okay. All right. I was thinking about just, you know, when you ask me a question, just hanging up on you, but I'm not like that. Okay. Let me ask you that then. I was going to ask you, what did you make of him walking off the podium? He's been criticized for it. He's been defended for it. I said, my yeah. problem with that wasn't as much as his team falling behind 21, nothing. But what did, uh, what did you make of that? I think he just felt, disrespected of being a 17-year head coach with a ton of success and being asked a question eight minutes after the game whether or not he's coming back. Could he have handled it better? Absolutely. He could have just said, you know, it's 10 minutes after the game. You know, give me a break. Right. And then he could have walked off. But I think he felt he was somewhat disrespected by being asked that question, even though, you know, Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, everybody else does get to ask those questions. I mean, it's a delicate situation there for him because no matter what he would have said or done, we would have read into it. So 
He All didn't right. have time for your BS at that point. Yeah, that was the way I looked at it. Well, I love when you said a highly accomplished or all his accomplishments. He hasn't done jack crap around here since 2000. If you look at it, three playoff wins in 13 years, Mark. Hey, I got to okay, let you go. Okay. We're not going to get you into this. That. We're not going to. No, it's not Super Bowl or bust. It's win a damn playoff game. Okay. Let, let me ask you a question real quick. You got that same energy when it comes to the hockey coach? The hockey coach won two Stanley Cups five years yeah, ago like or whatever. Years ago. Okay, if, if if he goes seven years without a playoff win, then I'll be screaming for him. You, I can promise you that. Yeah, now, I get that comparison. <laughs> he won two Sioux Stanley Cups in the last, what, six years ago? They've won like six playoff games since then. Okay, they I'm not. They won a series since then. I, what about your buddy Shelty? They haven't been over 500 ever. <laughs> Right? I mean, you can, we could do this all day with coaches, right? Oh, my God. All right, big boy. We'll talk again. Thank you, man. Have a all good right. one. See ya. Oh, he's fun to talk to, even though I couldn't disagree more. I'll follow up some of my thoughts uh, after our little update here at the top. Before we do go, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. It says so right in their motto, their slogan that comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal. Uh, who owns Mr. Rooter Plumbing, going on 21 years in this market now, still getting bigger, better, stronger every single day. Uh, Quote, we're Mr. Rooter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. That about sums it up for me. They are the best plumbers in the business. Over 50 trucks out on the road every single day. You see them going to somebody's home to fix a broken water heater, maybe to somebody's business to fix a backed-up sewer, the only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2, 412-ROOTER-2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. It is a good one. Like I said, 21-plus years in this market, getting bigger and better every single day. I can't recommend them enough. Pittsburgh's number one, I'll say it again, Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Meanwhile, the sun is shining here outside of our uh, Green Tree Studios. Chilly today, 21 degrees, going down to 8 tonight, but it is sunny uh, throughout the day. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinoxes, and Silverados at sunchevy.com or Route 19 in the South Hills. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.